Welcome to the Global Missions Inc. podcast. This week's episode features Doug Witter. We are living in a time when, I believe we mentioned at the beginning of the camp, that we must assume our responsibility as members of the body of Christ. A few weeks ago, I read the just a little insert from an old Sharon Star that Brother Wager put in my hands. <clears throat> and it had in that Sharon Star that wonderful prophecy that was given. It seemed to, if I may put it in this way for the lack of a better one, it kind of just set the match to the whole thing. There had been much fasting and prayer prior to this, and this is something I believe all of us should consider, that we, we take time. Did you hear what I said? We take time to be holy. We take time to wait on God. Now I'm going to tell you, before you ever get home, it's going to be just as busy when you get back there as when you land. And for the first little while, it'll be a little busier because we've been away for eight or nine days. But we are going to have to take time to be holy. Amen. We are going to have to allow the Spirit of God line upon line and precept upon precept begin to unfold more vividly and more clearly His mind and will and purpose for the hour that we are living in. Another thing I would like to, I feel very strongly about elders. Let the spirit of prophecy flow in the local churches. You lead the way. You let you wait on God and let that wonderful spirit of prophecy become alive in your in your local churches. I just feel to urge you to do this because I, I really feel that we are standing on the threshold of something that I don't think any of us could begin to describe, much less understand. But let the word, let the, the Spirit of God flow. Yeah. And I would much rather you just waited on God. And until that happens, and to go through, excuse me for saying it this way, but just to go through the formalities of a Sunday morning meeting. prophecy that went before <clears throat> called the church first of all to holiness and secondly to reverence. Now I wasn't there that day that the prophecy was this particular prophecy that I'm referring to was given. But those are two things that the Spirit of God indicated that the church should be brought to, to holiness and to great reverence.
I would like to read, if I may. I wrote it down because I have a memory like Brother Wager here. It said this, I will at this time, I will restore the nine gifts of the Spirit to my church. And they shall be received by prophecy. And the laying on of the hands of the presbytery. And I will indicate from time to time certain ones who are prepared to receive the gift from the Spirit of God. May the holy hush that seems to linger over us tonight open our ears and our eyes that we may begin to revere and honor with great respect that which God has begun to do in the midst of his people. I will restore what does it mean to restore? It means to, to give back something that has been taken away. Now the gifts of the Spirit, I'm very sorry I missed Brother Benjamin's message last night. I don't know what all he said, I just got the introduction and I had to leave. But I enjoyed the few lines that I did hear. But the gifts of the Spirit are those tools that God has put within your hand that you might be of service for the Lord. They're not something that you can say, well, I have the gift of prophecy, or I have the gift of faith, or I have the gift of healing, or I have the gift of miracles. That isn't what they're for. They are the tools that God has put in your hand and mind. That you might work, do an effective work for God. And I'll tell you, saints, without the moving of God's Spirit, we would be drier than any denomination on the face of God's earth. Because you've got nothing to fall back on. You've got no program. But God has put tools within your hand and mind that you can be effectively used of Him to bring about His mind and will in the earth. Praise the Lord. It's little wonder to me that people, even since we've come to these meetings, have expressed their desire that they may be prayed over so they could know where they fit in the plan and purpose of God. There is nothing more cumbersome and more uncomfortable to the individual than to be doing the thing that you shouldn't be doing. And there's nothing in the world that will bring more peace and satisfaction to your heart than doing the will of God. 
So may God help us to realize that these are tools, these are instruments by which you, oh hallelujah, you can be used of Him. I never cease to marvel, as it's been mentioned so many times, at the diversity of the ministry. To me, it's such a wonderful thing. My, oh my, oh my, oh my, wouldn't it be a wonderful world if everybody looked like that? <laughs> no, I agree. Where were you? You even laughed later. <laughs> oh, it'd be a pretty crap situation. It'd be a terrible thing if, if everybody in the world was a baker. <laughs> the only good thing about it, we'd all be in the dough. <laughs> and it would be the most awkward thing if we were all auctioneers. I don't know where we'd be then. But God has tempered this body together. He's given every part of it a specific function that it may act and move in accordance with His will. And I'm so glad tonight that we are part of that great body of Christ that God is raising up in the earth. Amen. Praise His name. Praise. I will restore my church, I give the Spirit. I didn't say that. The Spirit of God revealed. That is what He is doing. In this great day of, of restoration, when God is bringing into harmony everything to Himself, I marvel that he would use such mortals as we, that we could be part of such a dynamic program as that. That you that intercede before the throne of God, that you can be part of that great plan of restoration in bringing all the creation back into harmony with God. Think of what that means. I'm a great procrastinator, sorry to say, but I don't think I'm alone. It's so easy to put it off to the morrow. But God wants us to realize the hour in which we're living in, people, that that time has come. And that gift of prophecy, that gift of intercession, that gift of showing mercy, or, or wisdom, or faith, or knowledge, or whatever it is, it's needed and needed now. Amen. It's needed now. I was literally thrilled. And you know, the Spirit of God, you and I, I don't know, we... <clears throat> 
we see so many wonderful things and sometimes I don't think we realize that God is working. The other day when Sonny had his little spell here in the meeting, it just seemed that, that somebody just sort of pushed a button and everybody stood up and went down to their knees. Just almost in absolute unison. Right. I'm so glad I'm a part of that family of God. Hallelujah. That is what this body is all about. I never was much one for one for saying goodbye. I, I just hate it. I just that I I find it harder to go away every time I go. After is it forty years? No, it's twenty. Well, it's over twenty years anyway that I've been married, and every time gets harder. And I don't look forward to see to saying goodbye to these dear people from Australia and New Zealand. I remember when I was a kid, <clears throat> wasn't so many years ago, but there was a there happened to be a little girl, and she was just a neighbor. I don't know if you get any ideas. Just a friend, and she was moving to another city. And all this really troubled me, and so I was going to be big and brave. <laughs> I started crying from the time I left the house to a train pulled up. <laughs> and you know, there's, a, there's an attachment. Oh, how old are you? There's a union. There's a joining together by the Spirit of God that is far beyond this natural relationship. When these dear people go back to their homelands, part of us yeah. has gone to New Zealand, has gone to Australia. And they're leaving part of themselves here. Yeah, that's right. And I don't know how to put it into words tonight, but my, if I could only, if you could only somehow visualize what it will be like when all of the family come home. Oh, hallelujah. hallelujah. Christmas won't be able to hold a candle for it. And there will be all the old sages of the past. There will be Daniel standing there with all of his experiences to tell. There will be all the prophets and the sages of old. I can even see dear old brother Ellison calling us over and telling us about some of the stories of his great <clears throat> adventures of faith. He was a simple man, God bless him. He he played he prayed for such things as as a kid, a little goat, and didn't know how to suck. Now who on earth would ever pray about a thing like that? He'd done everything to teach that little goat how to nurse. So he told me, he said, I, when the missus and I went to prayer that morning, we just asked the dear Lord to show that, that kid how to suck. And he says, what do you think when I went out to do the evening milking? I knew. I knew what he thought. There he was having his supper. 
don't even, don't let the enemy of your soul say, well, you know, my dear mother has this problem. You know, I, I just can't do it anymore. Who told you that? You're just as valuable in the sight of God as any young person in this auditorium. Don't you forget. There's dear grandma, if I may call her that, moved her 96 years of age, just as valuable in the sight of God as any teenager in this building. If you'd like to challenge it, go right ahead. Because she's Irish, I know she can handle it. <laughs> There are no big shots in the thing that God is doing. We're all equal in the sight of God. I don't think you saw us lined up here trying to get onto this platform, did you? We had a little meetings back in here. You know, I always get amused at some of these things. Well, one of the brethren will be the spokesman and say, well, who's, uh, who's ready to go tonight? Everybody looks at the floor. <laughs> See, we got our shoes. <laughs> and then we got to start with the prodding a little bit. And finally, we get life someplace. And there he is. No, we are all part of the great family. Yes. If you would like more information about the moving of God's Spirit or resources for your spiritual life, please visit our website at www.globalmissionsinc.org.